just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> saddest, I hit a salt. Saddest cheers ever. That was a sad cheers. I hit your salt on your rim mm. as you are drinking some sort of mango pineapple. It's a pineapple jalapeno margarita. There you go. With a little tan- tangent seasoning as the rim, mm-hmm. which is basically like chili lime salt. Yeah. I have a Manhattan. Mm. It's rye. It's Dayton Rye, which is a local... Yeah, a local distillery. Mm-hmm. So I'm here for that. And uh, Lisa made this for me, and it I is did. yummy. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I was like, what would Adam want? I was like, Adam would want a rye Manhattan. You're not wrong. I was like, what do I You're want? And kid. I was like, oh, I want, like, pineapple juice and so much tequila. Yes. So that's <laughs> so, where we stand. So on I this. made two different drinks because uh, yeah, but apparently they're clinking compatible. Are. They're they're not. They're clinking incompatible. So that's it. So how's your week going? Mm. Good. Timestamp Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. It is the Wednesday after the fourth. Yeah. So it's a short week. I appreciate that. Although I'm I'm putting a lot of week in this week. So yeah, the problem is that most of the time you're like, oh, I still have five days worth of work to do. But just crammed into four days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of one of my coworkers, I'm like, how are you doing? She was like, I need like 30 more hours in this week. <laughs> so my week And was, I was like, I see that hand. Yeah, my week was going well, uh, except for the fact that I do print software for like enterprises. That's like my day job. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've ever mentioned that before, but it sucks. Um, we, have, we have a job other than podcasting. I mean, if... Podcasting you, we do for love and no money. Yeah, negative money, actually. But anyway, um, we... Uh, but I, I do printing, and today Microsoft decided to release a news press release about a thing they're calling Print Nightmare, which um, caused all of my customers to call me. What is this? So it's basically a way that if you really mess up how you set up printers on other systems, you can run any program you want on that remote system. Okay. Which, as you can understand, is a bad thing. It's a feature. It was a feature because it allowed them to install drivers, uh, but there's basically a way of corrupting that process and instead of saying hey here's the executable to run to install the driver in the printer you say here's a virus like thanks no thanks bro i mean you know i don't understand how it's value added yeah so the nice thing is our software doesn't really care that's not what we do it's not who we are it's well away from where we live because we are specifically trying to solve some of those problems with drivers and crap like that so it It isn't my problem, but all my customers were like, holy crap, what are we doing? Having the worst day. And like anytime they run into something called print, they just call me. And I appreciate that. I do. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've talked with about... This one is not my fault. Yeah. I talked with no fewer than 14 different organizations today. 
That's so, a lot. Yeah. It's... Sorry, your day sucked balls. I mean, it wasn't bad. Most of them were like, we don't think this is you, but I'm like, it's not me. Okay, cool. Hey, I don't think this is you, but yeah, still not me. Hey, we're just wondering if this was you. No, not me. not me. Call Bill Gates. It's yeah, his problem. It's all, I mean, he doesn't work there anymore. He doesn't? Where does he work? Uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, soon to be possibly just the Bill Gates Foundation. Mm. It's awkward. That divorce is not going well, apparently. How could it? How could it? He negotiated into his marriage that he was allowed to, like, spend a week with his ex-girlfriend every year. So, they're already on, like, a whole different realm. Yeah, I just don't... Than I am. I mean... It's a whole different realm. I'm so devastatingly monogamous (laughs) that I just don't understand it. It's true. I'm like, I have neither the time nor the energy or the looks to pull off a second relationship. Yeah, same. But... But, yeah. you know, to, to those who can and do, like, I, mean, I salute them. If that's within the bounds of what you've defined, hey, Absolutely. you do you, whatever. Just, you know, I just want real open communication between you and all your partners, and that's all I want. Uh, met expectations. That's all mm-hmm. we're talking about here. But uh, I can only really conceive of disappointing one person this much. Yeah, at a time. So I'm going to just stick with you. and Thanks. I appreciate uh, it. You're stuck with me. <laughs> so... Anywho. Anywho. So there's that. Uh, otherwise, we did go up. We did visit your family. We hung out. We saw fireworks. I was in a crowd. What I would actually call a crowd. I mean, there were people. I mean, it was, I mean, there was a little bit of a press towards the end no, when everybody was leaving. It, was, it wasn't that bad. Like. Well, I went a different direction because I had helped Grandpa back to the car. Oh, okay. Towards that parking lot, there was mm-hmm. quite a bit of. Like, yeah, I was definitely it like. It was hard to kind of. We had our group and then like the other group was like six feet away from us. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, traditionally just in fireworks, if it's not super crowded. Right. That's why we go to fireworks in the suburbs. Yeah. And not the city. Because I was like, I don't really want people touching me. I'm going to have to take you down the Cincinnati fireworks once when our kids are enough. I have been there. We're going to take our kids. I don't know that we have to. It's... We have one child who hates fireworks. (laughs) It's a legit Cincinnati rite of passage. I mean... You have to go at least once. Do you? I feel like it's not necessary. You also have to go to at least one Reds game. Both are terrible experiences. It was fine. It was fine. Exactly. But it wasn't like... Like Reds baseball. It's fine. It's fine. It's not great. <laughs> the fireworks are phenomenal. Like, I mean, they're great. I would like it if less people were touching me and I was less hot. Well, I mean, maybe if you were less hot, less people would be trying to touch you. <laughs> can, can See we, previous conversation. Can we arrange for both of those things? <laughs> You're, uh, yeah. But no, nah, it was, uh, yeah, it's a, it's not exactly a um, non-proximity event. But yes. we'll have to go down for the Labor Day fireworks at least once and hang yeah, out. Yeah, not this year, though. No, no, no. I think we're still... We're going to put a pin in it. We're going to put a pin in it. I don't know if they'll do it. The, last year, they, they did them in secret, mm-hmm. where they, instead of doing them on the riverfront like they usually do, had like six potential sites Ooh. Um, that they were spooking people out at. And then they ended up doing it the Kentucky Speedway on the infield where no one could actually get there. And televised the whole thing. Nice. 
Which, like it's on the TVs. It's on the TVs, but also like they had a whole like recessed bowl that they could drive into, set up. Nobody could see it from outside. Like it was a really well, it was a good place to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Other rumors were an airport. Uh, right. Because, you know, Yahoo's would just be showing up. Oh, like, they totally did. But as soon as it started, like people were like driving that way. I'm like, just watch on the TV. You're missing half of it. Like, no, we're watching on the iPad in the car. I'm like, that is not better. That is not a good decision, Yon Rednecks. <laughs> Ye old with an E. Rednecks. Rednecks. Yeah, well, and, you know, the only thing better is, like, a redneck with an iPad and an F-150 with Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Right, they're just real modern hillbillies. They are. I mean, honestly, some of these guys really adopt technology at a I mean, astounding rate. It would make sense. It makes yeah. sense, because you're, like, kind of physically separated from a lot of things but you're like i mean i got wi-fi like well my favorite thing is like ford put wi-fi in these like work trucks and people were like why did you do that and then like instantly everybody was like pulling their laptops out on the road right like pull over do some emails some emails you use the gps like like, the truck is their um is their office is their office so suddenly to have wi-fi in it and they're like Oh, no, that's totally worth 15 bucks a month or whatever mm-hmm. they were charging. Yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're a contractor going from place to place, like, yeah, absolutely. bring it on. But anyway. So I don't know how we ended up on Wi-Fi anyway, F-150s. Anyway, we watched a movie. We did watch a movie. We did watch a movie today. Uh, it is a movie that's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's new to us. We hadn't seen it. Uh, yes. I, I would say you still kind of haven't seen it. I half. Half, half saw it. it. Half made, uh, like... 25 pounds of mac and cheese. I think you would like this movie. I liked what I saw. It is, first off, gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that out there. It is a very pretty movie. Uh, It has a very tight, good narrative that's like moving, but not plotting. It's not pushing the story, but it's just happening. Like, it's good. It's Mm -hmm. good. Uh, It's Ryan the Last Dragon, for those of you that haven't seen it. Right. Uh, And or haven't looked at the title of this podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm going to, like, name something like Muppets Take Manhattan, and we're going to do Ryan the Last Dragon. (laughs) And then uh, everybody's going to be pissed Mm -hmm. uh, because they were like, I came here for Muppet content, and you're doing this. Right. Right. Sure. Uh, Anyway, uh, but they would know because we've already done Muppets Take Manhattan, so that's no fair. Yes. Anyway. Um. So this movie starts with, like, the voiceover of a girl, like, um, riding across this, like, forbidden hellscape desert. desert. Yeah. And she's like, I know what you're thinking. Like. This world's fucked up. This, yeah. Shit went down here. And she's like, it's true. And it's, it and all it's all did. my fault. And it's all my fault. So, um, there's a paper cut out animation mm-hmm. of, like, what the world used to be and how it used to be super awesome and like these dragons brought the rain and the water right and, and everything was green and lush and there was plenty for everyone and we all lived happily lever after and yada we yada yada blah 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 um and then something happened that released the droon the droon d-r-u-u-n yep w n like vacuum yeah exactly like vacuum like one of the other the other words with a w that isn't actually a w <laughs> um uh but the drones show up and they are these purple blobs of hate 
Mm-hmm. And when they touch a person, that person turns into stone with their hands in this weird, like, cupped position they in front of them. They kind of, like, flow through the person. Yeah. They flow through the person, and the person becomes a statue. Right. And they're evil, uh, and they were fought back by the dragons. But at the end, uh, there was some sort of last stand. And this one dragon uh, forms a concentrated gem of, like, dragon juju. Right. And, Dragon magic. And it blows up and kills all the Droon, but also... Traps them in, like, stasis? a lava layer beneath the earth. I guess. Okay. Yeah, like kind of uh, an interdimensional... It's a, it's a reverse know. Pandora's box yeah. situation. So they, where they're not dead, but right. they're just, like, contained. Mm-hmm. But all the dragons are, in fact, they all dead. They all die. Uh, and so the only remaining thing is this one uh, dragon's gem. Mm-hmm. It's like glowing orb of magic. dragon magic. Yep. And so um, the world is saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's, and the narrator, Raya, is mm-hmm. like, I would like to tell you that after this, we all came together and we're like, this is fucking awesome. Yay. Thank you for your sacrifice, dragons. But no, we decided that we're, we're going to be better people. But no, have you met people? They fucking suck. <laughs> right. People fucking suck. So instead, we're going to um, fight each other over this shard of dragon stuff and splinter and go into different tribes. And there's, you know, these different nations that come up and they're all, you know, horrible to each other. Right. Um, there's heart. Which There's is, Hart. Hart is the keepers of the dragon gem. Yep. They're in the middle of the country. Everything is green and lush and beautiful. Yeah. They have a lot of resources. Yep. Yep. But they... maybe not a lot of people. I did not see a lot of people in Hart. No. No, it doesn't seem it like... It might be like a dwindling ol- oligarchy. Yeah. I, I feel maybe that's the case. Uh, there is Spine. Spine. Spine are like... I don't remember... They're what? the bamboo on the north. Okay, yeah, they they're in the north, and they have like this cold bamboo forest, and they're full of warriors. Actually, everyone's full of warriors. Yeah, it just depends it's, on it's a very militarized the, the nation. type of warrior. They're like axe wielding maniac warriors. Right. They're Viking. They're Vikings, possibly Mongols. Yes, if you want to go that right. way for an right. Asiatic. But they're, they're like they're brawn uh, yeah. focused and strength focused, and not necessarily like crafty. Brains, sly focused. Right. There's Talon. Talon. Which is a floating market. They just like made a floating city, which is kind of brilliant because the Droon, who is the the weird orb people. Orb. I'm gonna say devil smog. <laughs> devil smog sounds good. So the the devil smog doesn't like the water. So they live so, on the water. So they live on the water. They're uh they're a floating uh market. They're just like a bunch of boats. They all hooked up together. Mm-hmm. Um, like which you know honestly kind of brilliant. Like yeah, yeah, good defense. Just be like you know what we're just we're just gonna live on the water. Like <laughs> turns out f- fuck all of this. Um. There is tail. Tail. I don't remember what they're tail desert. Was. Oh, assassins. desert. Desert assassins. Yeah, and they're very like Bedouin kind of like mm-hmm. live and like they have scimitars and it's a whole thing. Right. Uh, we don't really get much about them to be honest. 
Right, they're kind of a minor character. And then there's Fang. Fang. Fang is, like, the sworn enemy of heart. Yep. And they are warriors, and they ride real big cats. Yep. Um, And they are also, like, not in the water. They're, like, a, a desert-type well, no, they, they, um, so... Are they mountains? What are they? So, they are actually in a little island that used mm. to be in the mouth. So, the mouth used to be, um, a peninsula, but they dug a canal across between... And cut it off. Between the, the jaws and cut it off. So, now they're on their own little island mm-hmm. away from the and droon. And the water protects them from the drone. Right, exactly. So, that's where they're at. Also... They have a fierce sense of style. Right. I gotta say, everyone's sense of style is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good in this movie. Pretty good sense of style. And they're, of course, very tribal and very... I mean, all the tribes are very tribal. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how that works. I mean, see also Avatar The Last Airbender. That's how tribes work. They're color-coded. They have a... Right. Everyone is a very, like, consistent color palette. You're like, oh, you're wearing purple. You're from this tribe. You're wearing green. This tribe. White. Orange. This tribe. White. That tribe. Like, also, like, oh, you're, like, lots of wraps and, like, mm-hmm. tan. Oh, your tail. Right. Like, you're wearing, basically, kimonos and they're purple. Yeah. Okay. I know where you belong. You're, you're Talon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a big, hulking beast of fur and hide spine right you're an asymmetric cut very well tailored mm-hmm. awesome asymmetric haircut i will say um best hair in the whole movie yeah and um basically just uh, you know you're badass bitches we're badass bitches you're from bang <laughs> even the dudes are badass so, bitches so um she's like so it. that's what happened but that's not really when the world fell apart You know, like, the world fell apart, like, 500 years later when I entered the scene. Yeah. And so we immediately cut to baby Raya. I mean, not baby. She's, like, 10. Yeah, maybe 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 13. Yeah, somewhere in there. She's a a young preteen. And she has uh, a little armadillo baby. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a little ninja suit-up scene, and she's going into uh, a tunnel which appears to be part of a booby-trapped temple complex of some sort. Mm-hmm. And she is trying to break into um, the hallowed lair. Right, she has to fight the guard. Yeah, for the dragon gem. She's trying to break the dragon gem. Mm-hmm. She break, break into the place break, where the dragon yeah. gem is and steal it. Yeah, and so she's there and she sees Chief Benga, who she knows by name and is like smack talking. Oh, so much smack talk. When, you know, it's just like, I don't want to use this sword. And she's just like, I mean, you probably need it, bitch. (laughs) Snap, snap. Like, I've been working out. (laughs) It's so much smack talking. And he's like, you're not going to lay a foot on the inner circle of the dragon gem. And she's like, oh, watch me. Watch me. And so they have a fight. And um, at the end, she um, gets disarmed. Mm Mm-hmm. And the uh, the guard there, Chief Benga, throws a sword at her face, which he refused to even take out of his sheath. So she he's beating her with the sheath, basically, mm-hmm. and like points it right at her face. And she's wide eyed looking at it. And then he just like pushes it in and goes bonk mm-hmm. and just hits like, her on the boop, nose. Hits her nose. It is like, like you would a dog. And she's like, 
Come on, Dad. Right. So lame. <sighs> you don't have to do How that. How am I ever going to learn? If... <laughs> You're doing me dirty here. And he's like, yeah, hey, my job's not to go easy on you. My job's to make this a challenge. And uh, you uh, didn't you did meet the great. challenge. You did, you're like, doing better. You, you said you said I wouldn't hit foot, put one foot on the inner circle. And she has like one foot. Like she has spalled out like completely uh, like, beaten in every other way. But she has like one foot in one the toe inner circle. Reaching out. And she, he's like, it. I should have said two feet. <laughs> like... Which I've done Son that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> where you're like, I'm going to set the standard for my child. And then the child like barely scoots by that standard. And you're like, ah, I set the bar too low. That was mm -hmm. on me. Like, you know, hey, if you clean your room, you can go get ice cream. And like two minutes later, I'm done. My room's clean. Oh, fuck. I didn't like, check. Really? I wasn't really Paying prepared to get ice cream. I assumed your room was a disaster. I should have checked that before. Right. That's on me. I mean, you know. Anyway. So, to your credit, it's usually a disaster. But, um, so he's like, all right, well, cool. You step foot on the inner circle. You're, you're now like apprentice guard. You move yeah, from congratulations. like annoying pain in my ass to, <laughs> to like actual, you have a, you have a career trajectory. Yeah. You're going to guard this thing. Like that's our job as heart. Mm -hmm. We're, we're going to guard this. And uh, this will all be yours someday. <laughs> like this room of like... This, like creepy room with a glowing ball. Like congrats. It's yeah. your legacy. So the next morning, uh, Daddy Bunga, or not Bunga, Benga, mm -hmm. uh, he's walking through the palace and she like climbs over the rail like of the balcony. is like, hey dad, what's up? And he's like... All right. Well, okay. So um, I'm going to need your help. And she's like, what? And she's like, yeah. So it turns out uh, the other tribes are on their way. Right. Right. The other tribes are all on their way. And she's like, sweet. We're going to fight them. Like, here's how we fight this one tribe. And here's how we fight this other tribe. And he's like, nah, dude, that wasn't my plan. My plan was like, there's a reason we're all named after parts of the dragon. Like, we used to be one. Right. And we can be one again. Right. If... You know, everyone will put aside their ego and their, like, hyper-localized politics. Yeah. And like, embrace just, like, a tiny, tiny bit. <laughs> of... Like, can we all just get along? Right. Like, and she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I want to make a dinner. Like, I'm going to make him a dinner. And, like, specifically, I'm going to use, like, shrimp from here and bamboo from here. And, like, kind of goes through this recipe that's very symbolic of, like, if you combine all these things together, we're better than the sum of our parts. Right. Like, that's the lesson he's trying to give. She's like, not having it. She's it's like, like, it's just do, Dad. It's like, not, not going to change people's mind. It's just do. It's not a metaphor for life, Dad. But the um, the crews all show up. And Raya and her dad are standing on the bridge that leads to Heart. And the four other tribes are lined up in front of them. And they're just like, fuck you mm -hmm. rich boy also why did you invite us here like what's your what's your play well, well, yeah what what what's your end game yeah and he's like i invited you all here so we could like enjoy each other's company and learn that we have a lot more in common than we do have difference have difference and you know really cast an olive branch across the aisle so to speak yeah and they're like it's a very Western, no, really, why? It's a very Western metaphors for this very yeah. like East Asian story. But they're like, not really. Why'd you? What's your game? Mm -hmm. And Ryan's like, walks out, and she's like, "All right, who's hungry? Let's just go get dinner." 
And this one girl that was bought by Fang, mm-hmm. like, kind of comes out. And she's is a like, Fang princess. She's Fang princess. Um, Namari. Namari, yeah. Namari. Uh, and she's like, hey, what's up? I'm hungry. Which, as an owner of a 10-year-old girl... They are hungry. They are hungry. I guarantee you right now. all the time. Go find you a 10-year-old girl and be like, are you hungry? I, and she'll be like, truly, I could eat. me at 12 could eat me, like... Could eat anyone under the table. Oh my like, gosh! Per- professional eaters like me at twelve was like amazing. Watch out, Joey Chestnut! Like truly, truly, you can. Do I, I should have been entering all of the professional eating contests. <laughs> Probably <laughs> because me at twelve was just like a real force of nature. So they so they take a break and they go to the palace and they have dinner. They have a little mm-hmm. reception, little soup, little nuts, little you know mm-hmm. mingle, uh, and. Raya and Namari like hit it off. They're right, best and buds. They're uh, first off, they're both dragon fangirls. Real, real big dragon nerds. Apparently, they have like they're into dragon lore. Like two thousands kids are into Harry Potter. Yes. Like they know all the legends. They know the alternate histories. They know the theories. They're comparing. Uh, also, in this time, they're like, what do you like? What do you prefer? Like, what do you, you know, do you like this? Do you like this? And they all are very similar. Their answers. Right. They're right. Like, I don't I don't like formal clothes. I like casual clothes. Like, would anyone want to wear this? This is bonkers. Like, how, how am I supposed to fight in a goddamn corset? Which, like, truly valid point. You're not wrong. <laughs> but, like, they end up being like, you know, it's kind of this moment of, did we just become best friends? Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. stepbrothers. And, um, and they're just like swapping stories. And Namari's like, listen, I don't know if you knew this, but there's rumor that the dragons aren't all dead. That Suri. The dragon who sacrificed herself for humanity. Is alive in a river somewhere. And you just have to find it and do this thing and she'll come out. And she's still there. And she's like, bullshit. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like, here's a map. Here's a whole theory. Like, I have it in a scroll. It has to be true. Right. I read it on the internet. Um, and there's like, and Rai's like, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing like this really intimate personal knowledge. Can I show you something in exchange? And so Raya takes Namari up to the cave with the gem. Where the gem is. Yes. And Namari's like, this is really great. You're really awesome. You've been a really good friend, which makes it suck that I'm about to stab you in the fucking back. Yes. So was this the plan all along? I believe it was. That Namari should befriend the princess of heart. If she has a chance. And betray her. Yeah. So Namari has a flare. She shoots the flare out as she knocks uh, Raya down out the like skylight and instantly like all these like fang ninjas descend into the the little sanctum there right so like obviously that was a predetermined sign everybody right. was, it was, it was in all on part it of the plan. her mom sees the flare and like immediately is like gotta go like bolts out and her dad and raya's dad's like that's weird yeah God. i'm gonna follow you yeah and so he sees torches going up towards the temple and he's like oh no Oh shit! Yeah. So he's kind of a he's kind of a Black Panther character where he's like the king and defender of Wakanda. Okay, okay. I understand Heart Kingdom is very small. Yeah. But they cannot spare any guards for for this giant 
gem orb mystical relic shenanigans also like the- everyone is busy making food and shit like there's, also, there's no one there's no one also, left have, guarding the temple can i have like 20 seconds to discuss about the architecture of this temple yes please because there's this as, very booby trap tunnel a, as a real church architecture nerd no 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 <laughs> as a watcher of like Indiana Jones and or player of Tomb Raider. Right. So there's the very booby-trapped tunnel that leads you into the sanctum okay. where the orb is. And then there's like this huge 30-foot round skylight right above it. Right. So the the glow of the ball can like shoot out everywhere. And, and the fan ninjas just like jump right in. I'm like, well, yeah, obviously that's how you get to the ball. Like the top. From the top, it's way easier that way. Why the fuck did we booby trap the hallway? It's just gonna make it easy. It's gonna make it harder to get a bathroom break, is what that is. Yes, yes. Like, why didn't you just just not put it? Just in... not. Yeah, it doesn't need a skylight. No, we can hide it away. Yeah, it, it doesn't can need be like a secret. Yeah, like maybe not. Let's not like flex on all these people that we right. have the ball. Right. Like maybe we don't need to be such douchebags. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we don't. <laughs> these are maybe lessons we'll learn later. But yes. so uh, Rise Dad shows up in this like sanctum and he starts kicking ass. Right. Taking names. So Raya and him are both fighting like. Actually, 20 guards? Oh, it's, it's a lot. Like tw- 20 of Fang. Ninja guys. Ninja people. And then the rest of the delegation show up and they're like, the fuck? Is Fang trying to steal the gem? And Fang's like, oh, us? No. I mean, our color-coded ninjas, paying no attention. Right. Um, right. You can tell they're all ours because they're all wearing the same colors. They're all wearing but... white. Uh, and they're trying to steal the gem. And then I was like, well, if you're going to try to steal it, I'm gonna try also want to try to steal it. So there's a scuffle, and the gem gets knocked over and shatters. It's broken. And when it shatters, instantly, the drune... The drune is released. Yeah. So released. that's why it's a reverse Pandora's box at yeah. the beginning. As long as it's existing, mm-hmm. it contains the evil. But yeah, as soon as you smash the dragon gems, the evil gushes all out. Mm-hmm. And people start turning to stone. It's like some sort of like evil gusher. Yes. Exactly like that. 100% an evil gusher. And so instantly people are running away, trying to get out of the room. And everybody, each of the tribes manages to grab like one shard. Yes. One shard of the dragon gem. And run away. And people are getting turned into statues left and right. Right, because that's what the drone does, is right. turns you into a statue. And so they're trying to escape. Um, Raya's dad in the scuffle had taken a crossbolt to the knee, mm-hmm. took an arrow to the knee, for those of you Skyrim fans out there. Right, so he can't run away. So he can't run away, and he's like, Raya, you gotta run. You gotta, you gotta be the person. Take this gem. Get the fuck out of here. Right, you're the last. You're the last of the Heart Nation. Your job is now to defend this, like, shard of dragon... Goo. Essence. Right. Let's go with essence. Essence. Dragon goo sounds a little... Yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Essence. So, like, get out of here. And so she doesn't want to do it, but he, like, shoves her off the bridge into the water. Mm -hmm. And then she floats away, and he gets turned into stone. Right. 
Right, the Druid overtake him. Scene wipe. Scene wipe. Six so as soon as later. she befriended this little girl, I was like, either this little girl is going to die or betray her. Or both. Or both. Could be both. But no, she just betrayed her. Just betrayed her. Girl with the undercut and side right. swipe. Right, which our daughter was totally like, I pretty much have her haircut. And I was like, you do. Indeed. <laughs> also, I've been noticing a lot of that haircut on like 12-year-old. Like, it's, when not, it's, it's not a bad haircut. It's not. If, especially if you have really thick hair. Right, like it's half as does. much hair. It really is. And it gets it off your neck and mm-hmm. off your like face a little bit more. It's nice. Scenes wipe six years later in the desert of Tail. Six years later. We meet up with Raya, who is now her little like armadillo friend we met. Right, is big enough to ride. Yeah, he's like six foot in diameter when he's like a pill bug form. And she's got like a saddle that somehow doesn't fall off. I don't understand exactly the physics. Yeah, very big saddle. Maybe it like goes underneath his armor. I don't don't know. know. Maybe it's counterbalanced. Yeah. But somehow it doesn't fall off, and he is able to just take off through the desert at a decent clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good character design. I'm here for it. Right. Like, I kind of want a D&D character to this. His name is Tuck Tuck. His name is Tuck Tuck, uh, which I feel is a reference to a couple things. One, taxi cabs Taxi in cabs Thailand. in Thailand are called Tuck Tucks. <laughs> um, we've been in one. They are... Death machines and awesome. It's basically like if we took a Chevy Big Block and just like strapped it on a tiny cart. <laughs> yeah. So, so the front end of a of a scooter. Right. It's like it's like a Vespa in the front, like a moped. Yeah. You know, Vespa in the front, party in the back, because that's party where you in the back. Because underneath the back seat is the engine, which is generous, and powering two real wheels. And these things have a... These things can motor. The power-to-weight ratio is is not not to be trifled with. Yes. But they also have, like, the world's tiniest wheels Mm -hmm. on the back. So, like, it's all torque. You couldn't pull a wheelie if if you wanted to because you have no, like... But you have totally decent turning radius. Oh, the turning radius is insane. It's bonkers. These things just, like, dart in and out of traffic, and they will get you anywhere in Bangkok for, like, $3 US. Right. Um... It's, at least they did. At least in, they did. Like 2003. They are fantastic. We I love them. So that's Tuck Tuck. Also, I feel like uh, Tuck Tuck might be an affectionate nickname for Alan Tunick. Alan Tunick. Who is the good luck charm. He's been in every one of the Disney animation films. Mm-hmm. Um, I mo- mean, not ever, but like well, since no, the, 2003. Disney Animation Studios, which is their um, now their CG arm. Oh, okay. They've the done everything from... Um, uh, Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Moana, uh, this film, uh, Frozen, Frozen 2, like that, <laughs> that, whole, that, that whole side of the house. Spread, yeah. He is their good luck charm. He's been mm-hmm. in every one of those movies. Yes. Um, playing. Sometimes he's just a chicken. Yeah, he's been a chicken. Oh, uh, Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite, uh, he played Duke Wesselton. In the Frozen films? Right, and then Duke Weaselton. Yeah, in the uh, Zootopia films when he was an actual weasel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, he did play the chicken in uh, Moana. Right, he just said bok, bok, bok a lot. And he's like, guys, I went to Juilliard. <laughs> yeah, there's like this great <laughs> and this, chick. And this is what I'm There's a great now. clip of him just and making like, bok motherfucker, noises. motherfucker, he plays the bill, shut up! Yeah, we should all be so lucky. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I will make any noise in a microphone you want for money. Like... 
that that's basically what we're trying to do here. I mean, but poorly. Poorly, arguably <laughs> poorly. Alan Tudyk made one way more money sounding like a chicken than I do talking for an hour and a half. I mean, it's true. It's, it's true. not untrue. But he is also but insanely also, like, fucking talented. Right. And, and he went to Juilliard. Right. And he has to pay those Juilliard bills. Right. So. Which I do not. So. So, uh, anyway. So, Raya's looking around. She finds a... Uh, she's got, like, a map that's got all these little rivers where the uh, lake apparently, like, fades out into the desert. Mm-hmm. And she's like, last one. One of these rivers has to be... Uh, Suri. The, yeah. Siru? Siru? S- Sai Sisu. 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 No the last, I, not the last dragon. Don't don't at me, phone. Um yeah. The last dragon. Yeah. So she's on the hunt for the last dragon because she's like, if I can find the last dragon, they can like make a new dragon gem or like pull all the dragon gems together, like they can fix it. I want to call it a dragon ball, but that's a whole different show. Dragon Ball Z. Indeed. And you need, like, seven of them. It's a whole thing. So much just, like, posing with flashing ah, backgrounds. Ah, ah, right. Ah, Truly, ah. if you fast-forward through all of that, Dragon Ball Z is, like, an hour. They compile it into, like, <laughs> entire, like, 80 season, 80 episode seasons into, like, an hour and a half movie. But anyway, um, she finds a literal shipwreck, and she's, like, following the water to where it goes into a cave. And she sets up this little, like, altar, like, ceremony thing. Where she tries to, like, summon Sisu. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she gets done. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, it never it works. works. And, but, you know. And her little, like, roly-poly armadillo friend is, like, freaking the hell out. And she's just like, yeah, I know. And there's, like, water droplets floating in the air behind her. Right, like in a mist and, uh, column. Yeah, and then things swirl and condense, and boom! It's Sisu. Sisu. Uh very reminiscent of like the genie appearance. Also, the like dragon dog from Neverending Story. Also, the dragon from Mulan. Right. Where like this magical right. creature appears and is just like, wow, okay, cool. So I'm back. That's awesome. This uh, seems great. I'm hungry. Also, I'm not a great dragon. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why they chose me. Probably because I didn't have any other powers. <laughs> but like. <laughs> I'm here. He's I'm glad. Like, That's sweet. It's glad to be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so what I miss? I didn't have breakfast this morning. And Rye's like, "What do you mean? What? What day do you think it is? I mean, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, I need to catch you up on some shit. Like that Tuesday was 500 years ago. I, next Tuesday. Yeah, I'm pretty. So, I'm pretty sure. Um. Well, and like, also the dragon's really excited because she sees a people. Right, like, oh, you're a person. What's your name? That means it worked. What we did worked. That's awesome. I'm so glad, like, it wasn't for nothing. Like, what's your name? I'm Raya. Cool. I'm Sisu. Good to meet you. Right, and since you're not turned into stone, like, I assume that all of this shit worked. Like, yes. Again, about that. Mm-hmm. So there's a little um, catch up, and it ends with, uh, you know, Raya being like, and so we knocked over the ball... And it shattered into like pieces, and then, and then the dream came back. Everybody took a piece, and now the dream are back. Yeah, and she's like, "So you?" And Sisu's like, "So you have like a piece of it?" She's like, "Yeah, I, I have a piece. Here's the piece." She's like, "I still have a pretty big chunk of it." Do you understand how unuseful that is? That's like saying I lost a puppy, but it's okay. I still have a chunk of it. 
that doesn't make it okay. It actually makes it worse. It doesn't make me feel better at all. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, all right, well, here's the shard. And Sisu touches it and starts glowing. And she's like, you're you're glowing. She's like, oh, wait, thank you. I use this combination of like seaweed. Right, I, and use, my, I use aloe vera and uh, seaweed on my scales every night. And she's like, no, I mean, no, like, I literally. Mean, like, literally, you're like glowing in the dark. She's like, oh, that's my sister's magic. Like, that's one of her things. So, like, that's cool. She's like, by the way, what was your magic? Well, you know, my brother could do this. My sister could do this. I was really good at swimming. I'm a very strong swimmer. That was my magic. Yes. And she's like, Ryan's just looking at her like, and? She's like, so I wasn't the best dragon. And they're like, but you saved the world. And she's like, you know how you have a group project? And like everybody does so the work. Everybody does the work, and everybody gets the same grade, even if like some people maybe all they did was turn it in. Right, all they did was turn it in. And she was like, "God damn it!" Yeah, I am I'm stuck with the C students of dragons. Yeah, I mean, you know, D is for diploma, right? It trying worked. to trying to save the world. I mean, Raya's pretty badass, so like, I think she had high expectations going into this, but right. like. Right. At least finding a dragon as badass as a dragon as she is as a human. But, like, there's 500 years of legends building up this hype. Like, right. sorry, you know. And this is who I am. Sorry, sorry you had to, like, fan fantasticalize me. You had some fanfic going right. on. It's not, it's not on me. Yeah. So, uh. I am what I am. I am what I am. Take it or leave it. Right. By the way, you're going to eat that? Right. And so like, still really hungry. Uh, Raya's like, okay, so the plan is we're going to go steal the pieces of the dragon orb that are in all of these, these tribes. Four other nations. And combine it together. And then right. you, with your dragon magic, can like re everything and uh, undo the curse. And then everyone who has been turned to stone can turn back onto stone. Right. In the last six-ish years. Yeah. And Susie's like, not 100% sure that's how that works, but it's as good as idea of anything, so let's get let's on it. Let's do this. Meanwhile, uh, Namari mm -hmm. has tracked them, and she's on a giant-ass cat. Right. And is following them, and almost catches them in the shipwreck, but they get away. Right. And, and she's like, tell me something that cats and... I don't remember who else... Uh, Fang don't like. And she's like, I don't know. They both don't have the souls. Cats and droons. Cats and droons don't like. have in common. And she's like, I don't know. They both don't have souls. They're like, no, they don't like water. And so they end up dropping into the water in tail mm -hmm. and finding a boat with a dude on it. Right. A little kid. Yeah, a little kid. It was like, hey, uh, Welcome he's to like, my hey, I'm a, I'm a restaurant. You know, like, would you like shrimp? And he's like, it's pretty much all we have. Uh, I, she's like, no, I would like, uh, to pay you to take me to Talon. He's like, this, this isn't a water taxi. Like, no. Which I've also been on in Thailand. Right. They're fantastic. <laughs> it's true. Uh. Also, a Chevy Bitblock is involved in this. Also, a Chevy Bitblock, just on the back of a canoe. If it sounds ridiculous, it is in fact, and it is spectacular. It's so fun. It's so, so fun. Much fun. Imagine if instead of a radiator, you just had whatever the name of the river is that runs through Bangkok. It's true. They just pump that water straight into the engine and out the other side. It's fine. Is it? It's fine. They keep them is running. It? 
Is it fine? I don't know. It's not fine. But anyway, um, but anyway, she's like, all right, here's a handful of jade. Will you take me? He's like, that's a damn lot that's, of jade. There's a shit ton of jade. He's like, I'll give you half now and half when we get there. Half when we get to Talon. And he's like, okay, let's Deal. do this. And then the the Fang are coming. He's like, oh shit, you didn't tell me that Fang were coming. Because he's like, he pushes off. He's like, okay, time to push off. And he pushes off so slowly. I mean, he's a like 10 year old kid. Right. Uh, and they're like, uh, can't you go any faster? And he's like, nah, I'm, I'm a restaurant. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're on a dinner cruise. Like you're on a dinner we're not cruise. spending setting speed record to. Uh, Sisu, who looks like a human now. No, no, not yeah, yet. yeah. Uh, no, she's just been hiding. She's just been hiding. She has like a big hat on or whatever, and she's like, "I got this," and she jumps into the water and uh, starts to like flip her little dragon tail, and it's like a motor and. It's like Dash from the one. The one kid is like, "The fuck is happening?" And uh, Raya's like, "My friend's a really strong swimmer." I mean, she's not lying, is she? Right. Right. So they take off and they get away from Tail. Or they get away from Tail and the Fangs. Right. And they're off to Talon. Right. And so we're back. Um. Um. Back on the Shrimporium, and. Uh, and our, our our friend's name um, is Boone. 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 B o u n. Boone. Boone. And he's like, "What?" You know, they have like a whole exposition moment where he's like, "What are what the dreams?" Is this? Yeah. And now, um, and um, and Susie's like, "They're like human discord. Like they're fighting. They're right. They're a plague born of human discord." Yeah. So this is all your fault, bitches. Right. Like, it wasn't a dragon problem. Right. The dragons tried to help, but, like, honestly... You, you gotta get your shit people together. People people in. So, um, we find out that the dragon, or the the Drune, took Boone's family. Mm-hmm. Also, of right. course, the dragon right, and family Raya's like, and Raya's family. Yeah, like, they have my, mine too. And uh, Sisu is like, mine too. You know, like, we've, we've all lost people to the Drune. Yep. So, and I think this is where she looks human. Yeah, like no, yeah, her, she is because one they, of her, one of her. Uh, that's right. They, people are a shapeshifter, right? Because they found there's a whole thing we forgot uh, when they escape, when they get out of the this the, the cave, they get out of this shipwreck and they find a cave in tail where the there's another shard. They find the other shard. When Susie touches that shard, she takes on her other sister's magic, which is the shape-shifting. And that's the first time we meet uh, Namari with Susie. Right. And Susie is human. And uh, Raya's like, look, I'm going to need you to stay human. Because people lost their ever-loving minds about just the gem of a dragon. Or a shard of a gem. Or a shard of a gem of a dragon. Can you imagine how much shit... They will lose if they see a real dragon. Like they'll tear you apart because people are fucking the worst. Yeah, they'll they'll cut you up and sell you for parts 100%. and like tell you it's an aphrodisiac. It's, it's a real like Pete's dragon uh, beeline. Yeah, it, it, exactly that. You know, dragon liver was making from right, yeah. right. Money, money, money. Watch the money come rolling in. Man, you know Pete's dragon songs way more than I do. It's money, money, money by the pound. Money, money, money by the pound. Anyway, um, 
So they arrive in Talon now, mm-hmm. and Talon is the, the water town. Right, the floating water town. And they need to go steal the Talon from the, the chief the, there. The dragon gem, gem from, from the, the Talon, Talon chief. chief. There you go. Um, and and Rai's like, listen, Susie, you stay on the fucking boat. But I need you alive and in one piece so that so, when we get all the pieces, you can glue them together with your dragon magic. Because if you fucking die, we are so screwed. Right. This is valid. So I need you to just sit tight. Right. So just, like, don't fuck this up for me. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get that. Bing, bang, boom. Quick adventure. We'll be out in 20 minutes. Raya walks into town. She sees this little baby. Right. And she's like, baby, where are your parents? And then the baby kicks her mother-loving ass. Right. This is a real gangster baby. Yeah. She is credited in the subtitles, if you watch it, as Con Baby. Con Baby. Because that's what she does. She tricks her. Um, she's also allied with three monkeys. Who... Right. Who steal her uh, dragon gems. Yeah, Raya's dragon gems. Why did Raya take her dragon gems into Talon? Why didn't she leave them on the boat with the dragon? Seems reasonable in retrospect. It's because she doesn't trust the dragon and the little boy. That's a whole thing. She has zero trust. Basically because her dad had too much trust, ended up as a statue on a bridge. Right, so, right. Like, she's, she's got also some been stabbed in the back, so she's like people kicked are in the, the back. Go- she's like people literally. are the goddamn worst. Yeah, I don't know what's happened in the last six years. There might be an actual literal stabbing in there. Maybe it maybe. seems possible. Uh, but she, yeah, she doesn't trust people, so she's got to keep all her treasures with her. But of course, the baby proves trust is a fool's errand. Steals mm-hmm. the shit. They're having a whole chase scene. Right. So then she's chase after a baby and these little monkeys to get mm-hmm. back what uh, is her rightful, what she's rightfully stolen. Right. And then Susie is like, this is taking too long. Like, I need to bring a gift to the the lead chief here. And then he'll totally give me the gem. And, like, we can come to agreement. And he'll be awesome. And right. be friends. Yay, diplomacy. Yay. And... She's like, I'm just going to go in and get a gift. And uh, Boone's like, uh, you got money? She's like, no. She's like, oh, that's cool. You're an adult, so you can just buy shit on credit. That's how that works. You used to be like, I'm buying this on credit. And then they'll let you have it, and you just pay it later. And she's like, this seems like a plan. Perfect. I love it. I so, love credit. So she wanders to the market just grabbing shit and being like, I'm taking this on credit. I'll get this on credit. This is me on credit. Oh, I thought this would be a great grift on credit. Mm-hmm. And she's got this huge pile of shit, and she's like, I'm going to take this up, and I'm going to give it to the chief on credit, and he's going to be awesome, and he's going to be the gem, because we've already got two gems, so, like, three's great. Yeah, like, what's one more gem? It'd be awesome, and we'll be friends, and all the merchants are like, uh, excuse uh, me? We don't know you. So we don't, we're not extending any credit because we don't know you. You're like new to town. Mm -hmm. And no, you can't buy this on credit. I demand you pay us now. Yeah. And so she's about to get pretty much strung up for thieving. Mm -hmm. uh, When this old lady shows up, she's like, nah, she's with me. Like, I got this. Can't you tell she's new in town? Like, I got this. Let's let's extend some grace and love. Yeah. Let's, let's trust her a little bit. And so they walk off. Um... To, you know, just find the chief, I think is what she says it. Right. She's like, I bought, I got all this stuff for, uh, for the chief. I want to give him a present. She's like, oh, 
That's great. Let's uh, let's I'll take you right to him. So meanwhile, Raya does catch up with the baby and the monkeys and traps him with the help of Tuck Tuck. Right. It's like, give me back my shit, motherfuckers. I will fucking end you right here and right, right now. Even though you're a very cute baby. And the baby's like, okay, here. They and give just it up. Hands him all the shit. And and Raya's like, where the fuck are your parents? And one of the monkeys just turns around and all the statues, when they get frozen, do this like hand out pose. Mm-hmm. Like they're like looking for an offering or, or something. Right, right. They're like the crying angels, but with their 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 hands away from their face. Yep. And so the monkey, as he's walking away, just does that pose. And Raya's like, ah, shit. Like, I get it. Your parents are statue people now. Your parents are statue people. My parents are statue people, too. Like, All right. How would you like to make some money? And they're like, what you got? Right. I like money. So what she does is she uses them to distract guards with, like, this really weird, funny banana routine. Mm-hmm. While she sneaks up into the chief's palace. Right. To try to steal the orb. Right. The piece of the orb. And she sees him, and she, like, pulls her sword. She's like, hey, give me the orb. And he's like... And then the lights kind of come on. He's like, um, not the chief. I'm the flower guy. How you doing? Um, this is awkward for everybody, I'm sure. She's like, where's the chief? Where's chief? What's his name? And he points and he's a statue. And she's like, wait, who's the chief now? And we immediately cut back to Susie. To the little old lady that's with her. Yeah. And you're like, he, she's oh, like, shit. he's only the biggest, baddest, uh, chief that Talon has ever had like and it's the little old lady and so the little old lady leads um susie out into the hinterland you know mm-hmm. to the edge of town where they're on dry land right it's like oh dry land really living on the edge huh yeah and she starts and she kind of shoves susie out and stops and the chief's on the inside of the gate she's like starting to close the gate she's like all right you're telling me your fucking thing you know I'm going to close these gates and leave you out there with a drone. Who the fuck are you? Where the fuck are the shards? Why should I not kill you right now? Go. And Susie's like, I, I, I well, I mean, I'm, I, I, I can't, I don't know. She's got a promise. She won't turn into a dragon. So mm-hmm. she's trying to honor that. And as she's kind of stammering and trying to figure out and panicking, Raya rolls through. Mm-hmm. Steals the gem out of the chief's hands. Rescues uh, Susie and flies back down the road, gets back on the boat, gets the hell out of Dodge. Right. Also, she promised the baby and the monkeys they could come on the boat and have all the shrimp they wanted. Why not? So Why not? So she's just collecting a band of... Uh, miscreants. Yeah, ruffian orphans. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, now they got to go back. They're like, all right, next stop, Spine. Oh, and everybody's like, that That seems... It seems really hard. Bad. Meanwhile, we're back in Fang. Because mm-hmm. uh, Namara did not follow them. Right. She's like, I have to go back and talk to my mother. To Talon. Like, yeah, she's like, straight they're back like, to if, Fang. If they're stealing dragon gems, her next stop is Talon. She's like, I'm not following her to Talon. Like, I'm going back to talk to my mother. And, like, get an army and meet her at Fang, basically. Mm-hmm. And her mom's like, yeah, it sounds like a good plan. I've trained you well. You're you're my daughter. Let's do this. I'm proud of you. Like, take an army. Go kick some ass. Right, because then if she, if she gathers all the gems and we just steal them for her at the last minute, like... She does the dirty work, we right. get the credit. Or right. we get the advantage. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, uh, we're back on the boat. The crids are being a little crazy. And Rai's like, hide and seek, go. One, two, and then they hide and disappear. At this point, my daughter looks at me and goes, we totally did this with my little brother at, at grandma's house when we didn't want to deal with him. I was like, it's a valid technique. I've done it with you many times. She's like, hey. hey. Like, what? Anyway, um, but Susie uh, touches the thing and realizes she can, like, run on water, like on rain, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um but also, Susie's having a real moment. Yes. Because she's like, I trusted people. I thought you guys were better than this. Like, right. I left you and you're like, better than this. I sacrificed my life so that people would go on. And, like, turns out, you used that opportunity to turn into some real dipshits. Like. Yeah. Fuck you, assholes. Right. Like, right. Everyone I, I know is love is dead. I expected better of you. And you guys are just. Really? Yeah. And Raya's kind of like, yeah. People are the worst. You know why your brothers and sisters didn't come back? Because he turns out humanity isn't worth saving. Like, yeah. like maybe we should just go out. Like, I'm just trying worst. to sell my dad. That's like the best, closest, noblest thing I can do is just maybe try to save someone I like. Right. Questions? Everything else is bullshit. Everything else is bullshit. <sighs> so... They arrive in Spine, and as soon as they get off, Susie's like, fine, I'm going to do this my way. You can't stop me. She's got a pot of stew. She's headed off to Spine. She gets to the front gate, and Susie and Rai's like, seriously, like, you need to slow the fuck down. You're going to get us killed. Susie reaches out and hits the door knocker and is immediately caught in, like, a trap. Like, mm-hmm. just like one of those, like, nets from the floor. Right. Right. And Rai's like, see, I told you people are bullshit. And Susie's like, well, I got the stew. Are you- Hungry? Right. I mean, I got I got all this too. So next scene, they're dangling from a rope in a room in Spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fire. There's like some very uh, brutal instruments laying around. Right, right. Lots of like weird knives and hooks and chains. Like it is. Yeah, it's it's a real interesting uh, dungeon. Yeah. Thing. There is a fire going because mm-hmm. uh, it's up north. It's cold. Right. And this guy busts through the door. He reminds me of the piano player from... Yes, he reminds me of the Tangled. piano player from Tangled. I mean, he's who's a great character. Right. Well, not the same voice. Not the same voice, but the same character design, basically. He's, bracing, right. he's as broad as he is tall. He's got this little pea head on top of his shoulders. Right, right. He's real grumpy, but also like... Underneath all of that, just a big marshmallow. You could tell it's a, all a front because, right. like, life has handed him the "I am a giant warrior" card, even though he would rather be like playing piano. Right. So these are the cards he has to play. Yeah. So he's trying to intimidate Raya and Susie, and Raya, they're both see right through, and they're like, "You aren't really a warrior. You're right. not a torturer. Like, you don't even know what you're going to do to us." He's like, "I totally do," and it's making me sick. Just. Thinking about it, it's going to be real gross. I'm going to have to clean up this place for like two weeks afterwards. It's like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. And as he's kind of flexing and trying to buy time and intimidate them into telling them what's going on, the door busts down. It's Mm -hmm. tuck-tuck. It's tuck-tuck. It's Boone. It's Baby and the monkeys. Right, they all came to rescue them. And they free the girls and tie him up. And then Raya, like, kind of opens the door and looks out and realizes 
he's the only living human in this whole damn village. Mm-hmm. He's it. Right. The the Druin has taken everyone else. Including the fact that he's got an empty uh, crib beside mm-hmm. him. And she's like, oh, fuck. Like, you're not an orphan. You're, you're a dad and a husband. And like... They took everything from you, too. Like, everybody on this boat. Right. You're one of us more than one of them. And she's like, oh, fuck. Fine. Fine. Come with us. Will you come with us? Will you help my people get free? Like, I will buy us some time because you can also see there's an army coming up the front gate. Right. Of fangs. Right. But if we can get all of the dragon gems together, we can undo all of this. So you take... The dragon, you take Susie and the twin, er, and the baby and the monkeys and Boone, and you get on the boat and you go to Fang and either I'll meet you there or I won't. Susie will know what to do, but I'm going to buy us some time. I'm going to go out there and fight this Fang army. And so she goes out to fight and she meets Namari. Namari, her old friend. Yes. And they have a great moment of smack talk. So much smack talk. So much smack talk it before is, the fighting. They know exactly the pressure points to yeah, hit. Yeah, all, all, the, all the button pushing. Yep. And then they fight, and... Um, Namari kind of kicks Raya's ass. Oh, not kind of. Yeah. She, uh, I mean, Raya's really shooting for time consumption, consumption here. Right, so she she's just, yeah, she's sucking up all the time. And uh, not really going for a victory, but Namari makes it obvious that was not really an option. Uh, and so right before Namari is about to punch Raya in the face hard, like mm-hmm. she's holding her by the collar, like Nam- Raya is just kind of like almost slumped, like that all you got? And Namari's like, I'm going to so enjoy this. And she's pulling back for the punch. And Susie shows up. Right. In dragon form. Blasting fog mm-hmm. out of her mouth. And fog was her brother's magic. I gotta say... All this dragon magic fucking sucks. Yeah, she got... So, there's, like, fog. Turn into a human. There's glowing. There's, like, shape-shifting. Shape-shifting is kind of cool. But it only goes human. We never see it go anywhere else. Right, you can't also turn into, like, a caterpillar. Or tuck You can't turn into... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but yeah. Maybe she only goes human, but there, there are other options. Yep. But yeah. Can you imagine if you're... Dragon magic is like, I produce fog. Sure. Oh my god. So everybody... So lame! So the entire crew is like absolutely dumbstruck that Susie is actually a dragon. Right, because they've never seen a dragon before. They're myth and legend. Right. And also, all the soldiers are dumbstruck that Susie's a dragon. And like, Susie manages to get Raya out of there. They get back on the boat and take off. This actually is where we find out that Susie can run on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, I think the magic was glowing, transforming, um, and then the one she fog, picked up was Fog, the was the one she picked up in, um, in Talon. In Talon. The one she picks up in Spine is that she can run on raindrops. And like, which is essentially flying. Yes, if it's raining. If it's raining, but she can also make it rain. So therefore, she can make it rain and then run on the rain. I feel like that's like uh, Thor, where he's like, I "Can't fly, but I can throw my hammer places," and then like zhuzh after my hammer. And I was like, "That's kind of flying." So you ride the hammer, 
Well, I mean, it's not really writing. So you have a very special relationship with this hammer. I did love Korg trying to figure that all out and being like, this seems kind of... Odd. Intimate. Yes. Yes. Um, but anyway, um, on the boat, there's a whole big debrief. And she and Raya's got to be like, all right, listen, so my name's Raya. I'm the princess of, you know, heart. They're like, oh, are you the one that did the breaky thing? Yeah, sh- fuck you. Um, she didn't break it. Other people broke it. Other people broke it, but she was there. Right. She was there. Uh, and gets like half credit, I guess, for like being tricked and letting Fang break it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, and this is Susie. Oh, she's like the last dragon. Yeah. She's the dragon that did the thing with the orb. This is her orb. Well, I mean, like most Part of, of her orb. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, we will join this fellowship together. Like, right. If we can put the orb together, then Susie can use her dragon magic to reverse all of the drags. Uh, yeah, all the droogs. Droog. Droon. Droon. Droogs are, that's Croc Orc Orange. I don't know. Uh, Droon. D-R-U-U-N? W-N. Okay. Yep. And so she can reverse the Droon magic. We can get out of this. Again, Susie's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, that's how that works. And she's like, just right. going it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. But it seems like it'll work. But yeah, it's their so, best shot. So when they first, very, very first, get back into the cave, she tries to reverse it, but it doesn't work. Because she doesn't have all the crystals, and uh, because humans don't trust each other. Right. There's a lack and of that's, trust. And that's the key. Yeah. Like, there is there is an undergoing, like, you gotta trust each other. You gotta, like, take the first steps. You gotta put yourself at risk. You gotta right. be you, the one. You gotta be vulnerable. You gotta put yourself out there. And, like, yeah, you might get shot down occasionally, but, like... It's worth the risk. It's worth the risk. And Raya's like, people are never worth the risk. They're the fucking worst. Yep. Which, again, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. So, they all are like, okay, so we've got four of the five chunks of the shard, which, like, honestly, there's five chunks of this shard in the whole planet. And we've got four of the five. We're doing pretty right. fucking well right. for we, being an act two of this film. We have 80%. So, uh, we just gotta go to Fang and get it. So, how are we gonna do that? And the first thing they come up with is, like, this whole Mission Impossible film where, like, the baby's in. going in and, like, Boone is the, like, hero of it. And then it kind of zooms out and you realize Boone is the one telling the plan. Right, right. And he's like, that's how it's going to work. And everybody's like, yeah, that's not at all how that's going to work. And like, maybe, maybe. And Susie's but... like, I have an idea. And they're like, okay, what's your idea? She's like, well, I'll just get a gift of something nice and I'll go up and I'll be like, Hey, Namara, would you like to trade this gift for your one chunk of the shard? And she'll be like, oh my gosh, no one's ever asked me before. Of course. And everybody's like all wide-eyed and happy. And she gets the shard and everybody's happy. Right, and then you can put it together. And it's like, that's that's fucking not how this is going to go down. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem likely either. And they're like, okay, well, what's our plan? Like, how do we figure out if somebody's willing to come out and trust us we can't right. trust them we can't go in full force because there's only like eight of us and you know right. three of us are up our strategic advantage and all that yeah and uh and the dragon is like no see this is what is fundamentally wrong with people is mm. that you stopped trusting each other yep. and you stop you stop thinking the best of each other right and started assuming the worst of each other and this is what let the drone like lead to ruin. Well, so Sisu takes uh, Raya on a field trip. Mm-hmm. She's like, get on my fucking back. I got something to show you. And she actually takes her all the way back to Heart. 
and they go to the cave. As, on their way, they go over the bridge where Raya's dad is a statue, mm-hmm. and then they land in the cave, and, Raya, and Sisu's like, I need to show you something. And she pulls back some vines, and there's the dragon statues of her siblings, who are in the, like, hands-out heart pose, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, these are my siblings. Like They were also taken over, over by the Druun. Like, but what happened was they each gave up their power to like one central push. Like they all had to trust each other. They all had to come together. If if they all any of them held out, this wouldn't have worked. And then God knows why they gave me that. Mm-hmm. Probably because I didn't have any powers of my own. And like, so they, I didn't have any powers to impart into the stone, so they were like, how about you just put the stone on the mountain? And so I was able to use their power, and whenever I got it, and I trusted, and I believed in in this thing, it happened. And we were able to vanquish the Druun. She's like, I don't know what that means. I mean, it's a little on the nose for a metaphor, so what are the odds? More than a little on the nose. So maybe you guys just need to trust each other and this will all work out. And Raya's finally just like, fine. We'll... If this is really what you want, we'll do it your way. Mm-hmm. We'll go with your plan. So she's like, listen, we're, we're here's the plan. I'll send a message to Namari um, and see if she'll meet us. She's like, well, how do you how do you communicate? How do you give her something she'll know? She's like, well, I've actually kept this brooch that she gave me when we were 10. Mm-hmm. So I'll send that along with a note and be like, hey, come meet me. Come alone. Bring the shard. Like, right. Right. I got to talk to you. I need to talk to you. I think we can end this thing. And Namari gets the message. Uh, the baby and the monkeys deliver it in a... Again, kind of a heist. Like, very Mission cute. Impossible, I'm, I'm here for the, all the con baby spinoff. Yeah, I feel like that. I mean, it's like Boss Baby, but like actually but watchable. But more watchable, yeah. Because he doesn't speak. Yes. So that's nice. Yes. It was It was kind of like what I hoped for when Hawkeye, uh, his whole family got blipped and he was fighting the Yakuza. I was like, if only he kept his youngest yeah. <laughs> and him... And our little baby Bjorn was fighting the Yakuza. I was like, yes. Let's this, do it. This is the content I want. Uh, I mean, the Hawkeye show that's coming out on Disney Plus will not be Does that. Does not it'll have be, a baby. It'll be. So she's sad like about that. 14. The so, baby is 14? Yeah. So it's his like regular children? I mean, yeah, she's a human. Right. Okay. Yeah, and she has opinion and angst. And right. She's like, I don't want to do this. This is bullshit. Yeah. I'm a pacifist. Uh, no. Yeah, I I would totally see Hawkeye's children being pacifists because they're like rebels. No, like so they're like I don't believe in any of this so, shit, Dad. So Hawkeye himself is kind of a like he's got a history and he's more of a don't kill anybody that doesn't need kilt kind of position at this point in his life. Uh, yeah, I mean, but he's been on a real rigmarole. He's been on a roll. He's been on a trip, um, and so his kids are very much maybe. Not as seasoned and mm-hmm. a little more like, so we just kill everybody in the room, right? He's like, no, there's women and children there too. Okay, well, I'll just aim a little lower. No, no. No, no, I get them all. <laughs> that wasn't why I told you that. Uh, but anyway, um, Namari, though, before this whole thing, has a conversation with her mom and is like, hey, I saw the dragon. Oh, like, yes. I think if we hook up with the dragon and get the rock back together again, we can reverse all of this. We can turn this all off. And her mom's like, yeah, about that. 
So the problem is when that happens, people will come looking for us. Because we're the fucking bad guys in the story. Yeah, we're, it's our fault. And she's like, it's not our fault. Everybody took some. Like. Yeah, but you kind of stabbed right in the back. We kind of started it. And so it's not going to go well for us unless we have both the dragon and Um, the pieces so that we can be the big damn heroes. And that we can bring this whole like uh era of wealth and prosperity to our nation and the and unite the whole nations under us mm-hmm. otherwise it's not gonna work right so th- i gotta say this is very egocentric and uh self-centered <laughs> like, but not wrong i mean kind of like it's a real big gamble to send could you be like oh well i don't want to do this yet like i can i can solve this whole problem now but I'm going to wait three beats so that I can be the big damn hero. Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty brazen. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's some real, it's some real big ego. And and you can see Namara kind of has a little. Hmm, she has a pause. She has like, that's not okay. And this is when she gets the, the note in the brooch from Raya. That's like, Hey, there's another way. Like mm-hmm. meet me here now and we'll, we'll work this out. And so Namari does come down. She brings the the gem in a bag and Susie comes out and everybody's all in one room. And then so Namari gets a little spooked and pulls a crossbow. Right. And Susie's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm whoa. down. Everybody Calm take down. a big fucking breath right now. Like, we're all friends here. You know what's the right thing to do. And you can see she's like kind of, Namari's kind of freaking out a little bit. And Raya's freaking out a little bit. Like the tensions are going. And Raya ends up taking her sword, which is also a whip, uh, and flicking it at uh, Namari just to deflect the crossbow. Right. But instead sets it off. But that's what makes her pull the trigger. And the trigger and the bolt goes straight into Susie. Right. And she falls over the cliff and into the water. And immediately the orbs start to lose their glow. Right. And the water dries up. The water. Because with the last dragon, so even though she was like in stone or shit, she was still around. Yeah. So there was still some water. Yeah. But with the death of the last dragon, all the water dries up. Yeah. Which then means the Dun have full rain. Rain of the kingdom. I mean, also they'll die of thirst and shit. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole big problem. Right. And so the water disappears and uh, Namari runs away, and Raya fucking marches up to the capital of Fang. Right. Like, she's got her sword across her back, and she is just, like, eyes front. Right. I don't, I don't have time for this bullshit anymore. Because uh, her team look around, and it's like, Raya, Raya, where'd you go? Yep. And she, um, she's got the gems with her, mm-hmm. and she is going to... To fucking murder no. Fang Princess. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so she, um, as she's going up, uh, no, she leaves the gems. Mm-hmm. She leaves the gems because they're no good. Like, mm-hmm. Susie's dead. Susie's like, dead. Plans all, these, busted. all these gems are shit. But I am going to get some, like, personal revenge. Yeah. And so the team starts picking up the gems. And as Raya is kicking Namari's ass this time because mm-hmm. Namari's like this is pointless why the fuck are you trying to kill me like my mom is a statue which they showed mm-hmm. kind of a little inset like 
everything is terrible like obviously like the two of us really fucked this up twice now mm-hmm. like we both I was like, this. don't put any of this on me bitch like this was you this one like, was you you're the one who betrayed me and you're the one who killed uh yeah, susie died by your hand susie like, died by your hand and uh Namari's like nah like i wasn't gonna do it your sword hit my hand i wasn't, I wasn't hand gonna do it her. your sword hit my hand and it like pulled the trigger like you were just as much at fault because you didn't trust me right and well i mean honestly the mara was holding a gun on her friend trust is hard to come by in that situation yeah yeah I don't trust know. is a little thin on the ground know. in a mexican standoff right after you've been uh like stabbed in the back at least twice yeah like you literally stabbed somebody in the back two times yeah so so like not on i don't me. know i don't know if you can take the high road here buddy but as she's about to take Namari out, first off, Namari falls to the ground and drops the brooch, mm-hmm. which, like, kind of gives, you know, um, Raya this, like, moment of remembrance that this think, was a decent child. I do think it's funny that you say brooch. I say brooch. Whatever. So, anyway, so the brooch <laughs> falls out. And also, Raya looks past it and sees the team... With the gems trying to evacuate the town because the right. gems will kind of scare off the Droon for a minute. Right, and they're like, we have to get everybody out of this town. This whole town is Droon food if we don't if we don't get them out. Right, and the gems are fading. They know it's a failed mission, but they're just trying to do the best they can together to help. And Raya's like, oh fuck, there's something bigger happening. Right, I'm I'm blinded by my rage, but I need to get over it. And so she's like, fine. And so she decides to, like, go down to where her friends are and help. Mm-hmm. There's, like, this whole Avengers montage where, like, you're following the paths of the different heroes and the different gems as they bounce around. Right, scaring off the shadow monsters. Yeah, but it's, like, it's one of those, like, three-minute tracking shots through a, it's a wildly it's a, it's action... It's a very long tracking shot. Yeah. And uh, it's, I mean, it's cool. It, it's really done well. Uh, and they end up kind of all together on this bridge. And they're all together, and as they're kind of looking at each other, like, this is our last stand, Mm -hmm. the bridge collapses underneath them. Right. And so you've got the warrior from Spine, Mm -hmm. you've got Boone from Tail, you've got uh, Raya from Heart, you've got the baby from From Talon, Talon, and then you've also got um, Namari from Fang. Mm Mm-hmm. They're all, all there. All together, and they're surrounded by these people, and or by the, the Droon, and they're like, and Raya finally gets it. She's like, we have to trust each other. We this have to is, work together. This isn't going to work if we don't trust each other. And they're, she's like, we have to put them together. And they're like, well, we don't trust anyone to hold it. Like, we don't trust you. We don't trust her. We don't trust her to give you her jewel. So Raya's like, well, then I'm going to have to go first. And she gives her shard to, to Namari, Namari and then turns into stone. Yeah. Steps back into like the swirling mass of Droon and just turns into stone. And everybody's like, oh, shit, shit. I guess that's our that, best bet. That's the end game. That's our that's our best bet. We're in the end game now. So one by one, they give over their jewels mm-hmm. and then all get to Namari. Tamari and get turned into stone. And Namari kind of like. 
has him together and there's like this moment where there's like a light that breaks through the rubble and she's like i'm gonna run and then she's like mm, nah i'm gonna stand mm-hmm. so she comes back down right in the middle of everybody puts this thing into one big ball as it i thought she went up into the glowy uh she like runs up there and then she turns around and comes back so she's right by that part okay she's right by her uh the rest of the team mm-hmm. assembles everything together into like a ball and then, like, stands beside everybody and looks at it, and then the drone turn her into stone, and the ball fades to black. Right, and then everyone's stone, and everyone's black, and evil wins. And I think one of our kids was like, thanks, Disney. Yep. <laughs> and it is, like, several beats. <laughs> like, there's, like, a good it, moment. It's like, well. it a very long pause between... Uh, when, oh, I guess evil wins. Like, you can't trust each other and people aren't worth saving. No. That's the moral of the story. So on next week's, <laughs> so what do we learn from this movie? No. Uh, but actually what happens is but then, then... at the very last second... The gem ignites and, like, this, like, blast wave of hope and love shoots out. Right. And destroys Just all the dreams. Positivity dream. melts all the hardened hearts of all the people. The synth music swells. Uh, one of our kids was like, I wish this was the final countdown. Because <laughs> it is it is some definite square and wave some, synth, man. Yeah, it's some real, it's some real, like late 80s synth vibes uh and then it starts to rain the the water in the the lakes refills the mm-hmm. waterfall restarts and as the rain falls on people they destonify right they they turn back from stone into humans right so uh my main beef with this is the same main beef I have with Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Where, like, and now everyone comes back. And your economy now has to deal with, like, twice as many people. And uh, oh. you don't you don't have enough resources. And we have, like, younger siblings being older than older siblings. And, like... Or, like, what of, happened, like... All of that family dynamic. And so, uh, you know, I was 16 when it when it blipped and now I'm 21 and I moved into the house across the street, which is abandoned because you know, both everybody there blipped, mm-hmm. but now they're just back. Now they're back and they want their house back, but it's my house. Cause I've been in it for two years and like, what, what right. do we do? They, de- they technically defaulted on the bank, you know, like, you know, I, I met someone new after my wife blipped and now we're married and have a kid and like, right. Right. Like, yeah. Like all, all of that stuff is still there and completely not not resolved, discussed or resolved. I mean, it is it is actually somewhat alluded to. It's one of the major things for the Flag Smashers from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series mm-hmm. is their problem is that like, well, the world just kind of went to hell and then it went to hell twice because when every when these people tried to fix things right after we tried to figure out what we were doing, like we were almost back to functional and then we got all these people back again, and now we're fucked again. Like, can't you just, like, not mess with things for, like, five years and let us figure it out? Like, that's the whole point. Like, Yes, but anyway. anyway. That, that's always an interesting, when, whenever you have, like, a, a mid-apocalypse pause. And then a return. And then a return. It's always a... Uh, I'm, I'm very I'm, curious I'm gonna about say, the I'm going to go out on a limb and say... That seems hard. It does seem like a hard way to go. Is it the right thing to do? I don't I'm not know. Sure. I don't know. I don't know I don't if right enters into this conversation. But I'm not in charge of the timeline. I'm not, which is probably wise. 
Um, also, why this is happening, the dragons come back. Like Dragons! All the dragons! A herd of dragons come back over the horizon, mm-hmm. over the waterfall. They run and, out. Right. All the dragons, like, jump around and make this little, like, column of water. Which shoots and out. in the column of water. Is Susie. Is Susie. The... Maybe her dragon power is regeneration? No, I think they bring her back. Oh, they bring her back. Yeah. But nowhere is it alluded. Okay, so, like, I would think dragon lore would get more and more fantastical. And if dragons can, like, reform or regenerate or whatever, one of their own, or even people, you would think that would end Somebody up in Somebody write the that shit down. Right. Because, like, they end up doing fa- fantastical shit, and the dragon's like, yeah, we don't, that's a myth, we don't do that. <laughs> but. Yep. You would think that would end up in the scrolls. Maybe. I, don't I, know. I would put it in the also, scrolls. Also, uh, it's worth pointing out Susie has horns now. She right. didn't before, but now she's got like a central These unicorn. These are real like horn. llama corn looking dragons. They are. Southeast Asian. Southeast Asian, very long, furry unicorn. With horns. Yeah. So, dragons. So there's that. Uh, but there's a little reunion there with Suri and the team, and everybody's mm-hmm. glad to see her and glad she's back. And she's like, okay, that was pretty wild, right? You know, like, she doesn't seem really clear right. on she, what happened. She's very casual about all of it. Yep. And she's like, I'm so hungry. She's and, like, would you like some jackfruit jerky? She's like, I'm not that hungry, because that fucking stuff is disgusting. But she does pull everybody into a giant group hug, including mm-hmm. Namari. Including Namari. And uh, everybody's glad for that i mean the mari's like very tense and like not embracing anyone and everyone else is like in a group hug like sh- well it's in a group hug and the mari's there well also her mom had just told her like they're going to fucking kill you if you're not the hero like yeah she's probably got still some trust issues maybe I mean, some damage yeah but anyway uh we get a montage first off of namari meeting up with her parents mm-hmm. and then you know, kind of in order, like the different, you know, the, the, um, the warrior goes back to his village and he sees his wife and kid and it's really sweet. Right. And he brings little baby back to his Talon, like the Talon family. Yeah. The Talon baby sees her family and it's all cute. And then, um, the, um, tail, uh, Boone goes back and sees his family on the dock and, yeah, it's a happy reunion. And then finally we get to Raya going back and meeting her dad on the mm-hmm. bridge. And there's like this heartfelt like moment of him like, oh my gosh, you're like so big. And like, I'm so glad to see you. And like, I'm glad. You figured uh, it out. You yeah, won. You won. And then Susie shows up and her dad is is just like, holy oh shit, God, a dragon. A dragon. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's my friend. She's yeah. going to come to my birthday parties and stuff. Yeah. Like, so, um... Some things to fill you in on. Um, I found the last dragon and I saved the world. <laughs> like, and the and Susie's like, you should be very proud of her daughter. And like, you can just tell the look on his da- her dad's face that she's he's like he's like I oh mean, I was already proud like, of her. I already had that. Like, but like, tell me, tell me why you think I should be proud of my daughter because I want to I want to encourage her. And as he's kind of there. All of a sudden, the the tribes walk up the hill where he had been trying to assemble them earlier. It's the four other tribes. Mm-hmm. 
and they're all just like, hey, sup, like, what's for dinner? Right. We're here. We're here to talk peace. Yeah. And as they do a pan, like, you see the warrior with his family. You see um, you see the baby and her family. And also the three monkeys are there. The monkeys are always there, guys. Our youngest was like, did, did they adopt the monkeys, too? Is that a thing? I was like, eh, sure. I mean, maybe. Um, you see Boone and his family. And you see Damari and her mom, who's, you know, the queen. So she's got, like, legit mm-hmm. reasons for being there. Right, right. And they, they all... also have like matching severe haircuts. Oh, they're so great. So good. Um uh but they uh but they all kind of walk in together and they're like, Yeah, like your daughter did this. Like your daughter brought all the tribes together, she fixed it, she showed us what it was like to trust and work together. Right. So obviously not happy did, ending. Not only did she save you, but she saved your vision yep. of how the world could be. Yep. Yay. So many feel good feels. Yeah, so what do we learn from this movie? People are fucking terrible. Until they're met by an equally evil evil, and then they unite. Yeah, I mean, that's... uh, People need evil to bring them together. I mean, is that not the story of American history? Many histories. I'm looking at you now, 20-year Afghan war. Yes, yes. Um, Yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, that's... That's traditional. We we don't really come together until we have someone to come together against. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice if we could, as a species, find some outside right, just threat. Just get our shit together. But like we That's had why that aliens. Ch- aliens are going to save us. Yeah, but we had that chance this year. Like we, I mean, it wasn't aliens. It was a fucking virus. And it turns aliens? out, turns out we're terrible at all of this. Turns out we're not going to do that. Oh, we're fucking guys. terrible. Hey, if you just trust us and like follow like some simple guidelines we can get this done yeah fuck you you know oh um okay cool 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 cool, cool. so if i was the dragons i'd be pissed i would be so pissed like you put <laughs> you put all this effort and trust and like essence into trying into to it. save the humans you guys go and fuck up the end game like y'all really really this is what we saved ourselves i for? would take my glowing mystical ball and go home i'd be like fuck you humans you don't need rain deuces deuces i'm out so you guys want to eat some humans is that what we're supposed to learn i don't think it's what we're supposed to learn (laughs) i think we're supposed to learn some encouraging things about trust and working together and making and so and sometimes you gotta put yourself out there and sometimes yeah sometimes you gotta take a risk and like be you know figure out who you are be comfortable in your own skin and put it out there by the way, there are not a few uh, LGBTQ readings There's of this movie. There's a few. Movie. There's a little bit. There's a little, a little, a little bit. There, there are a few of those online if you do some Googles. I mean, um, I, it doesn't take much of a Google, but yes. Yeah. I, I didn't feel it. I don't see it. I didn't. I mean, like... Am I okay? Raya, do what you want to do. 100%. Like, Namari, do what you want to do. I mean, she has a severe haircut. Yeah. And she wears, like, halter tops with, like, really muscular shoulders. Everyone's real hot in this movie. Oh, so, indeed. like, except, you know. Except the guy from Spine. But, like. <laughs> He's very strong. Yeah. I mean, if you're into that. I'm, yeah. I'm if, not, you're into, if you're into a lot of muscles. I'm not yucking your yum. Um, not at all. It's a big kind of uh, dude. Yeah, a little bit. Not as much as Luca. 
yeah, Luca, I think, was a little little more like... A little more. With that hidden identity and yeah. like being who you a really truly are. A little more touch that. This was just like, I do enjoy a princess movie without a prince. Well, I think that's what's throwing people. Yeah, people are like, oh, it's a princess movie, but there's no prince. Like I mean, she doesn't want her end game is not to get married. We don't know where to put this. I mean, there's got to be a romantic interest around here somewhere. Right. So we've got like the married dude that's a big hulk of a man and there's no chemistry there. Right. Uh, there's a small child and a baby and three monkeys and a giant like. Yeah, not not all of your life needs to be romantic. No, and that's OK. That's fine. You can be platonically in. Cooperation right. with a number of individuals. You do you. Yeah. You're fine. I'm here, I'm here. I'm here for like platonic love. Yeah. And or hate. I mean, like, honestly, also, Namari and Raya fucking hate each other. I for all about I 20 love seconds. an enemies to lovers like romantic trope. I gotta say. <laughs> Have you watched Legend of Korra? No. Oh. Is there a real enemies to lovers romantic trope? Because I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, I, Korra and Asami start off pursuing the same dude, mm-hmm. but end up kind of riding off onto the sunset together. I like that. I like that. I I love an enemies to lovers trope, yeah. regardless of uh, of gender and sexual preference. Like, yeah, I I love I love enemies to lovers. I don't know why it's my catnip, but apparently it is. I mean, arguably, that is not our story. Not at all. No. But it's okay. It's Do okay. you wish it was? Do you wish we were like really? No, no. no that seems very stressful. I'm very. <laughs> You're very conflict averse, so I feel like as soon as you're like enemy, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna cut you out of my life and run right. away scared. Hundred percent. Like that kid that uh I was like, fuck this kid, he's bipolar. Sometimes he's assigned to me and sometimes he pretends like he doesn't know who I am. You're and ready to write him out of your life. Two or three years later I find out he's twins and I was like, Oh, too bad. I already was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> so Yep. Yeah, too little too conflict averse for enemies to lovers to work in my real life. But Indeed. like, I like it in books, sure, and movies. Yeah, and long running anime TV shows. Right. So anyway, possibly. I don't know what we were supposed to learn. I don't know. Trust each other, but also like trust is bullshit. Both. I think we. I think we should trust each other because the dragon is right. I mean, she 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 fought and lived and died for nothing if she's not right so let's hope she was and on that note and on that note please parent responsibly (laughs) please parent responsibly